Hello and welcome to the UX Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Worthington. The goal of UX Hustle is to help UX designers design the career they love, maximizing the benefit of this multifaceted industry and strong community. We talk about what's really going on in UX and what it's like working in it, and interview people that are actively navigating their careers and UX. We don't expect to have all the answers, but we do keep searching, keep listening, and learning. Because at the end of the day, you are the user of your career. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the UX Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Worthington, and today is a solo episode. Should be short and quick, but today I wanted to talk about personal branding. We talked about it in an, the episode with Jeff Godhealth about personal branding. If you were at UX Hustle Summit 2020, Charlie Marie Prangley talked about personal branding. And so today I wanted to touch on it. So as you know, I'm a career coach and business owner. But before that, I was a user experience designer in corporate. And before that, a uh, software consultant in corporate as well. And back then, back when I worked in corporate, I was afraid of branding. It felt like every, if I was really to pick a color or (laughs) make decisions around what my personal brand would look like, it felt like a really big decision. Like, what does this color say about me as a human being? And it also felt like a waste of time. Like, it really didn't seem that important to me. And so I ignored it and ran my career on default, where I was just showing up the way I always show up and going to meetings and executing on projects. That's what I was doing. What I realized over time was I started getting passed up for work or for certain projects, or my work was being diminished, was being looked at in a different way than I intended, or was being represented by somebody else that hadn't been a part of that project. What really woke me up to this was that that when the things I loved, the things that I loved doing outside of work, like going to events, going to meetups, um, learning new processes and new UX methodologies and reading UX books, was seen as bad, was seen as a distraction instead of how I viewed it, which was this is an asset that I'm bringing. I'm bringing visibility. I'm bringing, you know, information to other people on our teams. And what I learned was when you don't take control of the narrative of your personal brand, others will. And so If you don't have a personal brand, if you think personal brands are for influencers or thought leaders, like not for me, but for other people, or you're asking yourself, how could a personal brand possibly help me in my career? I want to help. So first of all, why, why should you have a, why should you even think about your personal brand? And The reality is you already have a personal brand. Even back then when I was running on default and just showing up to meetings and approaching projects the way 
that I always approached them, I had a personal brand. People viewed me a certain way. When I was on a project, people expected a certain way of working with me. They knew certain things going into a project of how I work, how I show up to meetings, how I interact with other people, of what that project or what that experience would be like. And in the long run, that's just reactive, right? That's just, that's just how people respond to you, to how you work, and just what that's like and what that experience is like. But in a grander sense, or what can happen is based on those tendencies of how you work, how other people work with you, and just your approach. People can decide which projects to put you on. People can say, well, this project over here has all this complexity. And so maybe Amanda's not such a good fit. Maybe she get somebody else who can handle that kind of complexity. Or, you know, this group of people, you know, a lot of people have had issues with this product owner. And I don't think Amanda can handle that kind of conflict. She seems, you know, she runs real hot. <laughs> and I don't know if she would calm down the situation or just add fuel to the fire. So maybe we should choose somebody else that has a more steady demeanor. Now, these are good examples because it's not just talking about maybe that default personal brand that you might not realize that you have, but it also highlights that the person that they are choosing has a certain personal brand as well. Do you see that? So this person over here has a calm and steady personal brand. This person over here has a personal brand where they're tackling complexity and making sense of complex situations and streamlining them. And so they're getting chosen for projects that highlight those assets. So that's why a personal brand can help you in your career. Now, how do you develop a personal brand? Well, you first want to evaluate how do people see you right now? What is that default personal brand that you're putting out there? Because there can be nuggets of truth in there. There can be things that maybe we do on default that we want to tighten up a little bit. Where if you're getting really passionate in every meeting and, you know, arguing with different people about deliverables or requirements, maybe that's something we want to reevaluate of looking at that and saying, is that the best way for me to show up in that situation? Is that how I want people to expect to work with me? Or do I need to think about this in a slightly different way? And that doesn't mean you can never <laughs> argue with people again or never stand up for yourself. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, how can we look at how we're showing up, how we're showing up on default, maybe with without that intentionality, and say, okay, if I'm going to show up more intentionally, what what could that look like? How could I be better 
or more, like more precise with the way that I work with people. And so then you want to think about how do I want to be seen? How do I want to work with other people? What do I want the experience to be like when somebody knows that I'm going to be on a project with them? What can that look like? And maybe some of those elements, definitely some of those elements tie in. Maybe when I'm on a project, people know that I'll have their back and that I'll ask the questions that nobody else wants to ask. And maybe I get that reputation of the person that asks a lot of questions, the person that fights for the right solution. And over time, that becomes when when the result of a project comes out to be better than any of us anticipated or the, having those difficult and challenging conversations as a team makes those teams stronger. And so when that happens over time, people will say, oh, okay, so Amanda's going to be on this project. So we know she's going to ask questions. And so maybe we're already prepared to answer those questions. Or we know we're going to have challenging conversations. So how can I get my mind right so that I can prepare for how I know this project is going to be because I know Amanda's going to be on this project? And then think about what are your values? What's really important to you with how you show up? Is team dynamic really important? Of you want people to feel safe in being able to express their opinions, uh, being able to challenge the solutions that are being brought to the table. Maybe it's important for you to have equal time in a meeting across all the all the partners, all the people that are that are involved in that meeting. You want to make sure everyone's voice is heard. Or maybe it's important to you that every meeting has an agenda. And if it doesn't have an agenda, it gets canceled. So think about those things that are important to you, that are values that you have. I know those don't sound like, you know, big virtuous <laughs> values, but they can be. They can be big virtuous values and, and that works too. But, it, but they can also be small things. They can also be day-to-day operational values that are important to you. And maybe when you look at those, now that I'm saying that, now that you, when you look at those day-to-day values, why are those important to you? Maybe dig a little bit deeper. Why is it important to you that every meeting have an agenda? Well, because I value people's time. And so I want people to know when they show up to a meeting with me that I respect their time and that this meeting will be worth their time and is needed and necessary. And they're, they're a necessary part of that meeting. So dig a little bit deeper on even some of those daily values and daily things that are important to you. And then think about where do you want your career to be going? Do you see yourself as a director of UX? As a CXO? Do you see yourself at a big corporation or working for yourself or starting your own agency? 
do you see yourself on big stages or leading teams or being the best UX designer you can be and getting better at your craft every day and being able to help mentor other people and share what you've learned. And all of this leads to who. So we talked about why and what a personal brand is, how to develop your personal brand. And finally, I want to talk about who. Who do you want to be? And how can you embody that person a little bit every day? So for me, that involves thinking about the qualities that that person has, thinking about the feelings that I have as that person, as that vision of myself. And honestly, affirmations help me a ton with this, this, this phase of this process. I write down affirmations. I'm just now getting back into <laughs> the habit and um, process of doing affirmations every day. And it's that process of saying, I am this. And that I am is one of the most powerful statements. I am a, a UX designer. I am a career coach for user experience designers. And when you say I am statements repeatedly, you start believing them. You start leaning into them. One of my favorite ones right now is I am strongest in my place of calm. And that helps me when sometimes I go back to that default of feeling overwhelmed and overanalyzing and thinking that every decision I make defines me as a human being. And I remind myself that the person I'm choosing to be is someone who's strongest in their place of calm. When they can slow down and get present and make a decision and know that it's the right decision and that I have the ability to make that decision work. That I don't need to overanalyze and over-identify with the decisions that I make. And so that's who I choose to be. I choose to be someone that brings sunshine to every meeting that I'm in. That brings joy. Someone that, after a meeting, will Slack message people in the meeting saying what a great job they did presenting whatever piece of the project that they were, they were sharing. That I'm the person that builds relationships. And that's important to me. And so that final step is showing up as that person. Is doing the things that that version of yourself does. So in my case, that's making decisions and making them work. And not getting distracted by the process, by the, by the process of making the decision and by being present in the moment and trusting myself. 
That's messaging people in Slack. (laughs) That's showing up to meetings with a smile and with my camera on when we're in virtual, virtual meetings. That's reaching out to people that might be going through a hard time on my team just to say that I'm here and ask if they need any help. And so again, to go through that process really quick. Why have a personal brand? And what is a personal brand? It's how people view you and how people, sometimes how people decide what projects to put you on, what teams to put you on, what roles are you're an appropriate fit for. And how you develop a personal brand, you want to look at how people see you right now. Think about how you want to be seen. Write down what your values are and where you want your career to be going. And finally, think about who you want to be. What qualities does that person have? What feelings do you feel as that person? And then finally show up as that person repeatedly. Because just like it took time to build your default personal brand, it takes time to build your intentional personal brand and for other people to see that. But what's nice is because you're making decisions, because you're designing how you show up and you're thinking about and being intentional about how you show up in these different work environments, maybe. And that's not just work environments. That's meetups. That's interviews. That's meetings day in and day out. That's emails. Because you're showing up intentionally with a direct, um, I don't want to say intention again, <laughs> um, with a goal, <laughs> with a direct goal in mind of who you want to be and where you want your career to go and how you want to be seen, it's going to be a lot quicker because you're reinforcing that new brand, that new personal brand over and over again. And so I hope now you know you already have a personal brand and now you can show up more intentionally with reinforcing that brand or that new brand or tightening up the different aspects of that brand that you want to so that you can show up in meetings and interviews and meetups as you are and with intention of what that experience of being around you and and working with you is really like so that you can be confident in who you are and who you are becoming, because it's both. So thank you, and I'll see you next week on the UX Hustle Podcast. Thank you for listening to the UX Hustle Podcast. To continue these conversations, you can follow us on Instagram at the UX Hustle, or join our Slack community through the link in our show notes. If you love this episode, please write a review and subscribe.